Welcome to this episode of The Wolf and the Shepherd. Today we're going to talk about just a little prick. Just just a little prick. And don't take this the wrong way because we're not trying to put any kind of uh, intonation in this. But actually what we're going to talk about is vaccines. And of course if you're following the news, which I think we're all following the news right now, trying to figure out what's going on, especially with vaccines and the uh, COVID-19 and all that good stuff, uh, we decided we'd, we'd take a little dive with our crack squad of research and figure out what are vaccines, why should we be concerned about vaccines and should we be concerned about this new covid vaccine right um when i first suggested the subtitle of it's just a little prick the shepherd kind of went a bit glassy-eyed and yeah. got a little bit upset it brought back too many memories of what had been said to him in the past but... absolutely i i always you know worry about the fact that you try to trick me into some of these topics yeah and and i felt this was another trick possibly yeah it's a subliminal dig through uh titles and parentheses um now um during the research for vaccines or inoculation whatever you want to call it well uh, what what do they call it in britain because over here in the united states it's always vaccines, vaccines you know you get vaccination but yeah. but you talk about inoculation I yeah mean, is that just more of a medical word i mean it, you called it vaccines over there yeah okay fair yeah enough. i mean I, the kind of people you hear use the word inoculation i don't think are generally the everyday type person that's right. just another way for them to describe it without well, saying what? the same a, word an, vaccine inoculation mm. has so many yeah. more syllables than vaccine so yeah. it's easier to say vaccine it's worth more in words with friends for sure mm. yeah. mm -hmm. but um yeah looking I, I was actually very surprised about you know how far back you know vaccines or inoculation goes i was actually surprised to see it goes back over a thousand years to China, where they'd actually grind, wow. they'd actually grind up smallpox scabs, and they'd either blow them up your nostrils, which I'm sure must have been a very pleasant experience, sure, or they'd actually scratch them into the skin on your arm. Okay, but I'm assuming it must have had some kind of level of success, unless this was just one of those things where. You know, there was no level of empirical study going on whatsoever. Sure. It, and, and, of course, we, you think today with the vaccine testing and you ask for volunteers for that. Can you imagine back then when, you know, back in China and there's like, hey, look, I want to scratch your skin. I want to rub all this bad stuff in your skin. And we want to figure out whether or not this works for you. And some dude's got to be like, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, 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 let's give it a shot. Yeah, I'm not sure all the s test subjects were necessarily volunteers. You know, they probably got a whole bunch of people, blew some scabs up in the nose, scratched some smallpox right. stuff into their arm, and just kind of the cards fell where they <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did yeah. really. Uh, no, there's, there's yeah. probably a lot of truth yeah. to that. And guarantee they weren't being paid like $750 per Oh, you know, no, no, it, it, it's yeah. not like going and donating blood or anything else like that. And there's a monetary value. It's probably 
a lot of military where they said, okay, soldiers, hey, come over here. We're going to do this to you and, and let's figure this deal out. But you've got to wonder who came up with that idea to blow the scabs up the nose. It's one thing which has always surprised me by things like, um, I think for, I think it's hemorrhoid ointment, one of the uh, largest parts of it is shark liver oil. And you have to think, well, how did somebody kind of have that idea that a shark's liver, the oil from it would cure hemorrhoids? I mean, I kind of thought that it'd be a man wandering along the beach late at night, hemorrhoids killing him, sees a dead shark washed up on the beach, thinks, you know what, I'm going to cut it open, grab the liver and stick it up my butt and see if that helps with hemorrhoids. It worked. And, you know. Yeah, well, it, it's kind of like the old story about uh, Preparation H. You worry about all the people that took Preparation A through G. Mm. You know, they, they finally got to H and they figured it out. And, of course, everybody says, oh, well, the H stands for hemorrhoids. Uh, did it really? <laughs> yeah. Or or were, or 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 were there yeah. certain people that yeah. did tested A through yeah. G and and had horrible yeah. adverse effects? Right. Uh, that that would be terrible to think about. Well, even something like if it had landed on preparation G, they could have still said, "Oh yeah, it just means giant luck." lumps on your butthole or something yeah, you know it's, exactly i think they just made it fit the narrative yeah uh, it, no it makes yeah. total sense yeah and one thing another thing which actually surprised me when i was looking up this stuff about china having very early versions of i guess inoculations or whatever was that um the website i went to it used the date ce which means in the common era now there's also bce which means before the common era and, you know, they use this instead of B.C., before Christ, and Anno Domini in the year of our Lord. But And, uh, and you weren't going to a website that uh, shows videos that are not suitable for work, right? No. no okay. No. Okay, just making sure. No, but I, I, I know that's you... the first time I've actually, that's the first time I've actually seen that. And I actually had to open up another browser window and look up in the search engine what C.E. and B.C.E. meant. Because I'd, I'd actually never seen it down like that. But I think what I could get from it is I think it was invented by people who cry when they see in God we trust on money. Sure. I, I mean, it makes total sense. The, the ironic part about the whole CE and BCE is they're still using the same years. Right. And in, in, in the old school way, it's before Christ and Anno Domini. But... They didn't change the numbering system. They just decided to change the way we talk about yeah. it. They they kept that. So they're acknowledging the fact of this is when the calendar changed. Yeah. We're just going to rename that. So right. kind of ridiculous. A bit weird. But anyway, in 1796, I believe, A.D., Anno Domini, in the year of our C. Lord. C.E. Yeah. Common Era. Right. <laughs> Edward Jenner actually used cowpox material to create immunity to cowpox. Do you we, think they were related to Caitlyn Jenner? Uh, I would say so. It yeah, has to be. has to be. There's got to be a correlation here. Well, oh, big rabbit hole there. Maybe we shouldn't go gross. down there. But yeah. Uh, yeah. There's something there. But anyway. So my, logic, my logical thing from reading that sentence was, huh, I wonder if cows get cowpox. And what's your guess on that right. one, Shepard? Well, well, do cows you know, get cowpox? Do cows get cowpox? Or do they like, just do, do chickens get chickenpox? <clears throat> do monkeys get monkeypox? Do uh, midgets get smallpox? 
Yeah. I don't know. So I, I would say cows do not get cowpox. They that act, would be my guess. They actually do get cowpox. And there we go. And they and get... I, I, I'm 100% wrong yeah. guessing, yeah. as always. And they get lesions on the uh, udders and teats, which is a bit like uh, dating a zombie, I think. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so so does that mean monkeys get monkey pox and chickens get chicken pox and midgets get smallpox? Again, I wasn't curious enough to look to see yeah, whether those I, things are I true. Maybe, maybe, maybe one of our listeners future, could actually email us and yeah, let us know. Yeah, or a future podcast. Yeah, you know, we'll we'll figure that out. Yeah, uh, because I actually spent so much time looking up some of this stuff. I'm worried I'm going to be flagged for encouraging biological warfare or something. Yeah, you got to be yeah. careful with that. Yeah. Now, Very careful yeah. with that. Now, actually, once you get to 1885, we actually found somebody you and I had both heard of, uh, Louis Pasteur, and when he developed the rabies vaccine. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, it was that in milk. You know, he was big yeah, in pasteurizing pastor, milk. Yeah. 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 So, so, of course, we, you know, we always think of Louis Pasteur as pasteurizing milk, but we also forget about the fact that he was working with vaccines as well. I'm, st- I'm still going to just uh, remember the milk thing. I, I bet Me too. by the end of the week, I'm going to forget about the fact he did anything with uh, the rabies. Look, uh, we've got about a minute and a half, and I'm going to forget about yeah. Louis Pasteur and yeah. vaccines, but walk us through it. Well, that's it. Mm. <laughs> that's it. It seemed okay. like a good title because we've heard of him, and he came up yep. with the rabies vaccine. So there we go. He's got a name check. He should be happy. I, I hope so. <laughs> it should uh, be happy. And, yeah. and so let's move on to the next topic <laughs> yeah. and forget about Louis Pasteur in yeah. the next 45 seconds. Yeah, because I've already forgotten about Edward Jenner. Even with the Bruce and Caitlyn Jenner joke, I've already forgotten about him. Yeah, but see here, I'm still thinking about that a little bit. Yeah. Because the last time I yeah. checked, the Pasteur family didn't have any kind of controversial stuff. But yeah. Uh, I, I think if we go yeah. like another minute or so, I'll probably forget yeah, about, so, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, the Jenner family <clears throat> having something to do with vaccines. Yeah. So it wasn't, it wasn't actually long after uh, Louis Pasteur came up with the rabies vaccine that a whole bunch of vaccines came up for a lot of diseases, which were, you know, killer diseases, pretty prolific around the world. I mean, they managed to counter diphtheria, tetanus, anthrax, cholera, plague, typhoid, tuberculosis, etc. in a pretty short period of time. I think once they got it down, they just kind of ran with the project. Yeah, I, I mean, good for them. It's like, oh, okay, hey, we figured out a way to start to eradicate these diseases in this, you know, process, basically, is getting everybody healthier. Yeah. It, it, people are not dying from these diseases that they shouldn't be dying from in the first place. They figured out a way. Yeah. And according, well, according to the World Health Organization, immunization prevents about two to three million deaths each year. Now, wow. I'm always a little bit skeptical when you use kind of relatively low numbers, but there's such a big gap. Because if somebody says to me, oh, it's between... 480 billion and 490 billion i'm kind of like well i can understand why it's not exact but between two and three million that's a pretty tight window yeah it's 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 a tight window but you'd figure by now they'd be doing research to get their data a little bit more exact than that because you know obviously the world's population is increasing right so you'd consider there's more vaccines and you'd be able to track i guess 
you know, somewhat accurately, you know, as in deaths in previous years, what percentage of people, you know, lives are being saved. So I, I just thought that two to three million was just kind of a guess. I think they asked uh, Frank late on a Friday afternoon when he really wanted to go home. Said, hey, Frank, how many lives a year do you think are saved by vaccines? I don't know. Two to three million? All right, we'll run no, that. No, well, yeah. That it's not like anybody can fact check us, so, you know. Yeah, buy yeah. me a pint and, yeah. and send me on my way. That, that's all, all I got going for yeah. me. Now, um, the CDC actually estimate that 1% of children in the United States don't receive any vaccinations at all. Now, part of this is down One, to... 1%. 1%. Wow, okay. But part of that is down to, you know, illegal immigrants being scared to kind of register their kids to go and get, you know, vaccines. But Well, yeah, it, and of course, they're kind of scared with that because they don't want to get punted out sure. of the country. Yeah. It makes sense. And the other side of it is obviously the anti-vaxxers, you know, people right. who don't believe in any type of vaccination at all. Sure. Uh, so, I mean, I guess that kind of makes up for that. Um, but strangely enough, I mean, the World Health Organization report there are only... Actually, no, let's play another. You've got no chance of guessing this anyway. Oh, yeah, game. yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm sure I will lose this one as well. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I'm O for a million here. So, so hit right. me with this one. So, how many licensed vaccines do you think there are to prevent diseases such as, you know, whooping cough and all this type of thing that have actually been licensed for use by the World Health Organization throughout the world? Throughout the world, wow. Yeah. Okay, I'm. I mean, there, you think about how many diseases and everything are out there. I'm. I'm gonna say a hundred. Twenty-seven. Just twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Yeah. God, the, the, it seems to me that there should be so many more. I mean, right. hey, I I think about my kids and in the vaccines that they get as they were growing up and you know a, a lot of the vaccines that they got were the same vaccines that I got when I was a kid, but I do remember when my kids went to the doctor and the doctor is explaining to to me and my wife, you know, here's the vaccines that your your kids going to get. And they listed chicken pox. And I said, there's a chicken pox vaccine? That was part of growing up for me. Mm, everybody yeah. got the chicken pox. Oh, yeah. We'd have parties it, to make yeah. sure everybody got oh, caught it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> there was no chicken pox vaccine. Yeah. Everybody got the chicken yeah. pox. And you just suffered through that. Yeah. And you knew once you were done with the chicken pox, you couldn't get it again. Yeah. Now there's a vaccine. Because I, I was thinking as, as a young adult... You know, I remember as a kid having the chicken pox and thinking, you know, this is going to suck to have my kids go through the chicken pox. And, you know, my oldest daughter is 17 years old, never had the chicken pox, has had the vaccine, uh, will never have the chicken pox. That's fantastic. Kind of looking back uh, years ago, my dad was the same way when he found out that there was a measles vaccine because my dad had the measles and that was something growing up in Kansas that everybody got the yeah. measles and it kind of, you know, it was a survival of the fittest kind of deal. Can you get through the measles? And my dad kind of had that same reaction that, well, I thought my kid was just going to have to have the measles. That's part of growing up. Yeah. And, so there we are with that. I'm I'm pretty sure in the 80s actually there were similar parties, AIDS parties, where everybody went 
to try and catch AIDS, but unfortunately that didn't catch on once people realized yeah, it just I, doesn't I, go I away. I think that had to do with yeah. certain music groups mm-hmm. and, and, and certain uh, people of... Uh, Diversified uh, origin. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll leave it at that because yeah. uh, we don't want to get too discriminatory. Yeah. Now, what I couldn't find, and I did go to a bunch of different websites was exactly how many different types of vaccines there are. There are, depending where you go, anywhere between four and six different types, how they're described. Really? Yeah, I mean, one's called a, a live vaccine. A live or, vaccine, Yeah, okay. attenuated, that's where they actually put in, I think, the live cultures into you and inject you with the actual... Oh, wow. Okay, so they're, they're gi- yeah. basically giving you the disease. Yeah. Then you have an inactivated... Um, there's toxoid, subunit, and conjugate. So uh, at this point in time, I had a little bit of research fatigue, so I absolutely made any zero attempt to find any difference between those latter ones. Yeah. I just, it's just too much. Yeah, that, to that. That, it, that was too much yeah. just to try to explain it yeah. to me right now. Yeah. Um, but according to the CDC, and I actually do not believe this <coughs> statistic whatsoever, is that flu vaccinations reduce the risk of flu by between 40 and 60%. I don't believe Again, that. Again, I think that's a guess, but I, I also I, don't believe that. I don't believe it. I, I don't believe it. Yeah. I, I, I don't think flu vaccines help. I don't believe you. I, I don't believe you. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. The problem is you, you're not saying this is true, so I can't say I don't believe yeah. you, but I don't believe you, WHO, with the, yeah. the flu vaccine. Yeah. I just, I, I just I don't believe mm-hmm. it. Have you, have, you ever had, have you ever had a flu vaccination? Nope. No, I had... Never one, have. I had one maybe about eight or nine years ago, and that's the only time in the last eight or nine years I actually got the if flu. It, if it makes you feel better, I've lied about the fact of getting a flu vaccine because mm. my wife wants me to get a flu shot. Right. And I've said, yeah, I, I, I went to yeah. Walgreens. I went to CVS. I, yeah. I went here and I got one. I totally yeah. lied about it. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to get it. Yeah. I, I'm not afraid of the flu. So if I get the flu, I get the flu. Uh, I'll be fine. You'd rather have the flu than a little prick. <laughs> yes. 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 We'll, we'll go with yes on that one. <laughs> Good choice. Now, this, again, going back to the CDC, they actually say that um, your child should be protected from about 14 different vaccine-preventable diseases by the age of two. Sure. Which, which is a lot. Oh, it's a lot. I, I, I mean, I remember my kids, and of course, you know, you, you've got a kid as well. It, you know, you go to the doctor, and every time you turn around, it's like, oh, we're going to give them like three yeah. or four shots yeah. and, and we're going to prevent all these diseases. And most of them, you don't even think about it. It's like, right. oh, measles, mumps, rubella. i, I right. got to be honest with you. I don't even know what rubella is, but I, I know we get vaccines for it. And so that means that disease is still floating around somewhere. Yeah. So we still have to be vaccinated well, I thought, I for thought, it. I thought that was like, is that not connected to like German measles and the MMR jab? I don't know. Again, I, I, I didn't do enough research it, to find out. But yeah, I thought exactly. Were. But yeah. but there's so many vaccines we get. I don't know what these diseases are. I just say, well, I had a shot for this. I, I'm good. Yeah. I don't worry about it. Well, the six most uh, deadly diseases, actually, which you're supposed to be able to prevent 
via vaccination. Color blindness? Uh, uh, no. Oh. Well, there is one for that, but the needle's about the size of a bicycle pump needle and they have to do it directly in the eye. And so they haven't found enough people volunteering for that uh, study uh, yet. I'll stick with my color yeah, blindness yeah. then. Yeah. But the six most deadly diseases anyway are measles, polio, mm. diphtheria, whooping cough, tetanus, and tuberculosis. So those are the ones. I mean, I've heard of all of those. So I can understand, you know, the kind of need to inject and prevent those. Yeah. I mean, they're the largest well, killers it, in the in, world. And yeah. so the, the only one that I kind of remember some of the rules on is tetanus. Because they always talk about you should have a tetanus shot every 10 years. Right. So... Yeah, the booster, it, yeah. It, yeah, so, so you got measles, mumps, rubella, chicken pox, all these... And, and you have your course of vaccinations, and now you, you have the immunity, but why haven't they figured out a way to make you immune for your whole life with tetanus? Yeah. You always have to have this tetanus booster. I, I remember watching the show ER, and you know they'd have somebody come into the, the ER, and of course this is TV, but it, there's still a little bit of reality here, and you know somebody had... You know, been impaled by an object or whatever, and they'd always say, and give them a tetanus booster. Yeah. Like, uh, why haven't we figured out a way to make us immune to tetanus Yeah, when there's all these other diseases where we figured out a way to just give you a couple of shots when you're a little baby and you yeah. can't remember this, but yeah. somehow we haven't figured out tetanus. Well, I don't, I don't think we all have the same level of, I guess, weakness to tetanus. I remember in England... They'd also used to call it, you know, tetanus is to protect against blood poisoning, which, you okay. know, infection by, you know, going over a, you know, blunt, dirty object, whatever. But I haven't had a booster now, I don't think, in 30 years. And yet some of the work I've done, you know, I've trod on nails, scratched yep. the heck out of myself and never really had a reaction. So I wonder after you've had a few of the boosters that your system's not maybe a hundred percent you know immune but right maybe but along got, those lines you've you got know? enough antibodies floating around your system to yeah. kind of fight this away yeah. I, in in going back to what you said i haven't had a tetanus booster since i was a teenager right at, at least so you're talking about 20 plus years ago and if you're supposed to have one every 10 years i mean i'm way behind on that but I've stepped on nails. I've had yeah. you know metal, rusty metal. That that was always the the deal. It's right. always rusty yeah. metal, right? Uh -huh. You step on a screw, you step on a nail, it, you get some kind of metal with rust on it, and that's going to give you tetanus. Right. And it, that's happened. I can't even remember how many times it's yeah. happened to me. And apparently, I haven't had tetanus. So yeah. Well, a lot of. Um the ISDs, the independent school districts here in the States, actually require that your children have a certain number of vaccinations and you have to provide certificates or they won't right. allow them to come to schools. And I thought originally, oh, this only must be, you know, some states and the usual suspects at that. But there's actually laws in all 50 states that allow independent school districts to pretty much make their own rules about ah. what vaccinations your kids have to have now there is like medical exemptions um and amazingly like even my son you know has autism he didn't have to have a number of vaccinations on the list because 
there still isn't conclusive proof that some of these vaccines don't necessarily cause autism, but don't, you know, maybe increase the chances of you getting it or if you've already get it, already got it, make it worse. And that's partly due to the uh, buildup of the heavy metals, which is the delivery system, into the brain. And, you know, some people's, I guess, physiology doesn't deal with that very well and it causes those issues which lead to you know kids being on the spectrum and you know whether it be adhd or well, know, yeah, autism or it, whatever we're it, we're all different I'm, i mean it you know no white person no black person no brown person you know wherever you want to go with this it, we're all different and we're all going to react to things differently, uh, whether it's vaccines, whether it's drugs, whether it's, you know, whatever else. There's so many variables out there. So to give this finite description of here's what is going to happen when I inject you with this is pseudoscience. Right. It, it, there's no way for anybody to know what exactly is going to happen with anybody. You got all the different blood types. You you have body mass index. You you have all these crazy things that can be out there to determine how your body is going to react to certain foods, whether or not you're going to be allergic to eating peanut butter or get stung by a bee or whatever. Science hasn't figured that out yet. Right. So I, I totally believe that. And, and, and I, it makes sense. And I. You know, before we decided to talk about this subject, I had done research in the past about why they put heavy metals, certain metals in. What vaccines. what metals are they putting in there? Uh, well, mainly it's aluminum and mercury. Okay. And they used to it, s- it, 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 mercury and what? Aluminum, aluminium. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, you're supposed yeah. to say aluminium. <laughs> you, you know, that's the way the British people... But you know what? You've been in this country so long, now yeah. you're saying aluminum. Yeah. So so we're we're converting you. So we're I'm, slowly converting you. So that that's good to hear you pronounce that word <laughs> yeah, correctly. Yeah. Well, they're basically used as a juvenile, um, which means their presence boosts the immune response from the vaccination. Now, whether that means if they weren't included they wouldn't be anywhere near as effective or it just kind of increases the effectiveness a little bit. I don't know, but given the number of studies over the last 20 to 30 years, and there still hasn't been a definitive answer because there hasn't been a long enough study which people will dare kind of dip their fingers into as such to come out and say that some of these vaccines are dangerous. I mean, they're over... um, Half of parents in the United States believe that the flu shot actually increases the chances of their kids getting the flu. And thankfully, the flu shot's not on that list of what you have to have to be able to go to school. Right. It, it, look, it, like you say, with all of this time and research, I, I don't think the time's going to change any of this because I don't think we're ever going to figure it out. Yeah. It, it, our science hasn't gotten there yet. Uh, as much as you and I both agree that science is trying their best to figure this out, they're still not there. They're still making best guesses. Yeah. And it, so you've got to say, well, okay, 
these guys over here, they're, they're studying this, they're in laboratories, they've got their white coats on, they've got their pocket protectors on, uh, they never go on dates, they eat terrible food, and they have zits all over their faces. It, we hope that because we're all out there living our lives, that there's somebody locked up in a lab trying to figure this out for the rest of the population. That sounds like me when I was 14, actually. Mm. I'm locked inside, that. you know, no dates, yeah. mm. eating terrible food. I, I thought that's the way all English people were. Well, not since the uh, developments in acne treating oh, creams okay. and stuff. You know that stuff which boils the skin off your face when you put it on? Yeah. You're not supposed to put within like nine foot of your eye, but you're supposed yeah, to have but, it on your face. But not like stuff. Raiders of the Lost Ark when they open the Ark into Covenant? No, uh, not like okay. that. No, okay. no not so like that. Too, too much to that extreme. Well. But I tell you what, none of those Nazis had acne after that happened. That's true. Yeah, it, so that's a benefit. 100% I mean, I mean you, you, you've got to look at that benefit analysis. Yeah. That that was a benefit. Yeah. Let's be honest. All right. Now, um, obviously, the biggest vaccine everybody is curious about at yeah, the moment. Yeah, and, 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 and let's yeah. lead into this. It, yeah. So here's why we're talking about this right yeah. now. Mm -hmm. the, this is why you presented, let's talk about vaccines. Yeah. The biggest one is what? what? Why are we talking about vaccines? Protection against the corona. Oh, the rona. The rona. That, yeah. that, my, 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 yeah. my rona. Yeah, the, uh, what, Chinese what, flu, the uh, yeah, the kung yeah, flu, flu, yeah, the coronavirus, and, and even though e even though we know there there's plenty of diseases that are actually coronaviruses, yeah. we're not going to go down that. But we're talking about the COVID nineteen, the COVID, the Rona, yeah. that that evil thing that that is keeping us locked down, and now on the horizon, we have this vaccine that's magically appeared. Now, remember, AIDS has been around for 40 years. We still don't have a vaccine for that. But magically, we're about to have a vaccine for the Rona. Yeah. Now, actually, on a little bit of an aside, I remember when Corona first appeared and they fed us this BS about it being connected to a man eating a bat, uh, you know, live market or whatever. And one of the best memes I saw on the Hey, internet, hey, by um, the way, bat lives matter. They do. Bat lives do matter. And the meme had Jesus like doing a Twitter post and say, Hey guys, I'm back. What's been going on? And right. the, and one of the replies to it was from this guy saying, uh, I'm not sure, some guy in China ate a bat and now I'm unemployed. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean that's kind of <clears throat> where we're at. Yeah. That that is where we're at. <laughs> yeah. So so now we have this news on the horizon yeah. that, uh, and I think you're probably going to get into this a little more, but uh, the COVID-19 vaccine is almost here. It's almost here. Well, it depends what you mean by almost here, because Pfizer and uh, BioNTech announced uh, the vaccine a few days ago. I don't know why they waited till after the election. I'm sure the information was out before, but whatever. oh, uh, let's, I'm, not, let's I, not go there. But, I, no, I'm yeah. I'm sure that yeah. is that yeah. is just yeah. you know a, a yeah. happenstance, yeah. right? That there, yeah. that had nothing to do nothing with the election, with right? That, so that was coincidence, hundred yeah. so percent coincidence. <laughs> so it's supposed to be 
uh, over 90% effective and they had just over 43,000 people uh, take part in the trials and they're just passing through kind of the middle towards the end of phase three at the moment. But Pfizer are actually expected to apply to the FDA for emergency use authorization by November the 20th. Okay. So so what is this emergency use? Because uh, last I checked, Pfizer was the company that makes Viagra. So can mm. I file some kind of emergency use, use yeah. with Pfizer if I have a problem? Well, I'm sure if you get a script. <sighs> okay. Making a making a <laughs> note that this might be yeah. important. Yeah. But but let's try to stay on topic. Right, okay. Yeah. So that that will make it uh let's think about two months um since the last volunteers got their second dose of the vaccine which magic oh, oh wait wait let's yeah. stop there second dose so so this isn't a, a one shot walk away deal no. you've got to have these boosters kind of like tetanus right. yeah where apparently you got to get this every 10 years well i'm not sure why it was two part but the key thing in that is that by november 20th that will only mark two months since the volunteers got their second dose of the vaccine okay which i don't necessarily think is a long enough time to decide if you're going to grow two heads oh, that could be convenient though yeah but the fda magically have asked uh, vaccine makers for two months of safety data two mm. months of safety data, <laughs> safety uh, data. before before they apply for authorization um and so it could actually be cleared by mid-december to hmm. actually be used on the general public. Yeah, but but you know what? You're going into Thanksgiving. You're going into Christmas time. You're going into Kwanzaa. You're going into uh, oh, why am I drawing a blank? Uh, Hanukkah. You're going into all those December holidays. Wouldn't it make more sense to have this come out? Say, I don't know, January twenty first. You know, right around inauguration yeah. day, right. would that make more sense? Well, I, I don't know. I mean, I think the thought is that people can have this, and more people realize that hey, you know, it's going to be Thanksgiving soon, and then the Christmas holidays, and New Year. Maybe if I have this vaccine now, it's going to protect protect me from getting it from my family or from me giving it to their family. Which is why I said the whole timing to me seems very, very suspicious. It a little seems, bit, you know. A little bit, but would yeah, you? Would you, would you, I, you I, 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 I gotta say, I want to be Robert De Niro here yeah. in Goodfellas, saying a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, I, I'm just a little bit. I, I'm, I'm a little concerned with this. Now I kind of know the answer to this, obviously, but will you take it? If it's no, not, no, I will no, not. I will not take it. Well, what, plus we, we've already had it. So right, no we, we, really. we've mm-hmm. talked about the COVID yeah. before, and you and I have both already had the COVID. Uh, so, uh, why? Yeah, you know, it, yeah. It, it, look, let's let's put it this way. I had chicken pox when I was in, I want to say, like third or fourth grade. Why would I take a chicken pox vaccine? Doesn't make any sense, right? right? I already had the disease. Once you have it, you don't get it anymore. Well, I think the scare so, tactics from so, the CDC and the World Health Organization have been that if you've caught the corona, 
that your immunity might only last for about six months, even though there's not really any way of them being able to tell that, given we're barely uh, six months past from when. Yeah, but you know what? Died. Fair enough. It, you know, for for the listeners out there, I've had malaria, mm-hmm. and it, there is no malaria vaccine, and there are plenty of people that get malaria in their life more than once. Right. So even though I took medicine, I took. Uh, I wouldn't call it a vaccine necessarily. I don't even know what the name of it was, but I I took drugs before I went overseas to try to help prevent me getting malaria. But I still got malaria, and you know now I I can't donate blood, and there's all these other restrictions on my blood. But I would never take a malaria vaccine, knowing that hey. I've had malaria before. I can get malaria again. But I would never take a chickenpox vaccine knowing I was always told you get chickenpox, you get over it, and you don't get it again. Yeah. Now, there's talk of uh, the corona vaccine being made mandatory, including going door to door in some countries where they'll check and you have to provide your certificate. And you're going to have to carry this certificate around with you to get entrance to certain places. And some of these things, some of the politicians, even in the United States, have talked about making this mandatory that it's not a choice thing that to protect everybody, everybody has to have this vaccine. This vaccine, which has had safety tests for two whole months. Right. And, and, and by the way, there, there was a movie that came out that you and I... Uh, off the podcast we talked about uh, that kind of dealt with this same thing. You know, you had the bracelet that you had to wear saying, hey, you took the vaccine for this or whatever. Kind of sounds like that same thing. Yeah. And uh, Contagion? Yeah, I think it, the movie. Was that I, the name of the movie? Contagion? Yeah, I haven't it, watched the whole thing. Yeah, but, but it's kind of that same yeah. deal where yeah. they're saying, hey... You have to take this to to be able to do anything. Uh, maybe we get to that. It, it's uh, kind of scary to think about, right. but maybe we do get to that. Well, just to put your mind at rest about the vaccine. Uh, okay. And this is the last piece of info I really kind of have on it. Back in September, which was not that long ago. Right. Pfizer announced mostly mild to moderate safety concerns in phase three profiles with occasional instances of severe or grade four side effects. And this was just a few months ago, but now they're applying for it to be like, oh no, it's totally safe. And the FDA are going to be like, oh yeah, you've gone through your two months of safety checks. And this thing could be at your local CVS or Walmart and them injecting you in oh yeah, you know, you, you go to CVS or or Walgreens or Walmart or or Target or something like that, or or to uh, use a, a phrase from one of our sponsors with Alien Ale, Jason DeBoard, Target, right? Uh, yeah. Go ahead and and take this vaccine. It's gonna be okay. Don't worry about that. But maybe we should be worried about it. I wouldn't risk it, to be honest. I mean, if some people want to take it, if people who are high at risk because they have, you know, secondary or tertiary ailments and catching the corona would kind of push them over the edge, 
they want to take it i understand it but you know you and i when we both had it we were kind of felt a bit under the weather for a day and a half and then yeah it was a, it, it was a, went, it was a bad but, flu yeah and, and well it wasn't and even you, that it didn't really last that long it no just, it didn't and and you've known people i've known people that that have since had it and they've gotten yeah. over it and it was yeah kind of like a bad yeah. flu i mean yeah. look let's be honest being sick sucks wow. being sick sucks whether it's you know, your nose is stopped up and, and and you're blowing your nose all the time or you're coughing all the time or you've got a fever or you're lethargic or, or whatever. Being sick sucks. But we do have an immune system. Yeah. We, we our bodies have a internal defense mechanism to try to fight off these diseases. So sometimes you gotta let our bodies say, "Hey, we got this. We got this. Just go do your thing. Yeah. Go to work. Go go take care of all this. Go to school. Go to work. Go, go do your thing. We got this. It, we don't need anything introduced into us to to help us." Yeah. Now, don't take me in the wrong way to say vaccines are bad because I believe in vaccines. I think they're good. But it's the same reason I don't take the flu vaccine or the flu shot, which is ironic if you think about it. They don't say it's the flu vaccine every year. Right. They say, hey, come get a flu shot. Yeah. It seems to me to be a little different. Yeah. Right? It, and you got to have it every year because the virus mutates or whatever. And, and last time I checked, neither one of us are doctors, so yeah. we don't really know exactly how all that works, right? But I would rather rely on my immune system to fight that off yeah. than, than pumping something into me. But yeah. if it was something horrible, then yeah, I would say, okay, well, maybe I'll take this vaccine, but what if, what if yeah. they put a microchip in me? What if they put a microchip in me? Are, are we microchipping people? Well, we when, much when, already when, have with people carrying yeah, phones around. It's yeah, but but on the outside we, of your body. Yeah, have we have we hidden in that aluminum and mercury? Have we hidden a microchip? Have we done well, that? Well, that's the big fear, and obviously going back to the mark of the beast and revelations, all that. I, I just want to leave by saying before we wrap up, again another great meme I saw about uh, vaccines was this guy saying my father always said that laughter was the best medicine right which, which explains why nine of us died of polio <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah that it makes total sense so uh you know we're gonna put this out that there's been news that this vaccine's coming and Obviously, if you're going to make your decision on whether or not to take this vaccine based off what we're telling you, then you have some serious yeah. mental issues and you probably need to see a psychiatrist. But, uh, you know, we hope that we're going to get out of this COVID era and we're going to go back to normal. But with all that said, thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Wolf and the Shepherd. And we'll catch you on the next one.